Good evening, everyone. We're going to go ahead and get started. People are going to keep coming on in, but that's okay. But let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you so much for being in this place, and we welcome your Holy Spirit here. We are so honored that you became flesh. We're so honored that you humbled yourself and became a baby, became completely innocent and wiggly so that you could be our king. And we honor you tonight. May our hearts be pure. May we treasure you in our hearts this evening. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you've done. Thank you for entering into our time and our space. And we want more of you in us. Let's all stand as we sing this song. Let earth 
receive her king let every heart prepare him room and heaven and nature sing and heaven and nature sing and have and have and nature sing I'd like to read part of the story for you this evening. This is out of the Gospel of Luke. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over the flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people at all time. For today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly... A great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angels, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men, on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing the Lord has has happened which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things And she pondered them in her heart. There was a difference between a a proclamation and a declaration and even an enlightenment. There was a a revelation of, of truth. The shepherds got it. We don't know exactly what happened to them after the fact, but they, they, they saw this, this revelation and all, all, all major world religions are built on revelation but only a relationship is fostered in a heart. And, and Mary, not only did she get the revelation of who her son was, but she also treasured and pondered these things in her heart. Her child was the son of God. Her, her child became an infant, a, a wiggly baby that would, that would take on the sins of the world. She was, she was beginning to have communion with her Savior. She, she was beginning to have a personal relationship in her heart at that moment. Uh, and this is a mystery that, that none of us will ever truly understand, the, the depth of what Mary understood about her own child. 
But Jesus, as he grows up, as he, uh, as he becomes a man, as he, as he's starting to step into his destiny, fully aware of his identity, knowing what he has to face in order to get even closer to you and closer to us. See, Jesus goes, he goes way beyond just a spiritual revelation. He goes right for the heart. And in order for, in order for us to get him in our heart, we must do this thing called communion. Holy communion. Years later, just like the, the shepherds, his, his own disciples, the ones that he'd spent time with, the ones that he'd taught, the ones that he, he, he probably preached out of the word to, and so you got to live this way, and you got to, like this area in your life, this is wrong, and you shouldn't do it. These, these men that he's poured his life into, and, and probably women as well, that he's poured his life into, he gets to the, the point where he says, knowledge, moral teaching, living right, that's good, but it's not good enough. You need to have my blood flowing through your veins. You need, a, you need to know my heartbeat. You need to understand the will of the Father. And the only way that you're going to understand the will of the Father is if you partake of me. And this is how he says it in the Gospel of John. In John 6, 32, he says, I tell you the truth. It is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me and you still do not believe. Skipping to 41. I am the bread that came down from heaven. I came down from heaven. 48. I am that bread of life. Your forefathers, they ate manna that God provided and they died. I am living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give to you for eternal life and life of this world. I tell you the truth. Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and you drink his blood, you will have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And I will raise him up in the last day. For my flesh is real food and my blood is real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I will remain in him. Just as the living Father has sent me, I live because of the Father. So the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. heaven. Your forefathers ate manna and they died. But he who feeds on this bread will live forever. This is our promise. 
It really is that simple. The, the bread of life and his blood, like, it is the answer to what's wrong with you. It is the answer to every problem that you have, whether it's just petty stuff, whether it's relationship issues, whether it's financial. The sustenance, the bread, and the blood, it is the answers. Not only is it, not only is Jesus' blood running through our very being the answer for our own personal life, it's the answer to the world's problems, too. I don't know if you caught that, but yes, it is for you, but it's also for the world's problems. And if you turned on the news, you know we're living in a broken world right now. Politicians aren't going to answer these questions. The answer's right here. The answer is very clear. Jesus' blood running through the world's problems will heal a broken land. There's great hope. There's great joy. He's going to raise us up on the last day because of this simple act of saying, I want to treasure you in my heart. I choose to ponder your mysteries. I could have the, the ushers and the, and the elders come forward. And we are going to partake of real food. And we are going to partake of real drink. As the, as the elders pass the elements, it is, okay to, it is okay to whisper to your kids at this moment. You can, this is a time for you to instruct your kids on how to tar- partake of the elements. Stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and never pine. 
will he appear and the soul felt its God, we come before you with, with open hearts and just examine us, God. May we do a deep business with you tonight before we partake of the elements. You know, you know the thoughts and you know the motives and the desires of everyone in this room. Some are good and some are not good. So God, we, we confess our sin to you. God, we're broken people. But we want to be made whole. We want to be right in your eyes. And we know there's nothing we can do within our own power and our own will to be clean. But you, God, we just ask that your Holy Spirit would come in and start to do its work. Forgive us of our sins, God, and make us clean pray. Amen. At the night of his betrayal, he took the bread and he broke it. He says, this is my flesh. And as we read, he says, you feed on me. So don't rely on, on the things of this world. The flesh, it counts for nothing. You know, the, the real life material bread, it counts for nothing. Your money's nothing. Your, your, your possessions, they're nothing. But the, the body of Christ, now this is real food. This is what you ought to be after. This is what you ought to desire. You need God to provide. You, you, you eat the real food. You eat real flesh. That's what he says. He says, you want me active in your life? Eat my body. So, Church of Jesus Christ, receive his body now.
While Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, the most intense moment in history, not just human history, but all creation, the most dramatic scene where Jesus was literally bleeding blood and his cry, his desire was, Father, can you just let this cup pass before me? He knew what had to be ha- would happen. In order, for, in order for man, in order for us, you, your family and your kids, in order for us to be reconciled to God, there was this law that was set in motion. And that law was the, the shedding of blood for forgiveness of sins. And this is grace, folks. This is, you cannot earn God's favor. You cannot pay to get into heaven. You cannot do good, enough good deeds. The work of God is to believe. He says you have to believe. You have to believe in the one that, has, that God has sent. And it is Jesus. And you have to accept him as the sacrifice. Without the shed blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. Jesus paid the price for the darkness in your heart. Wow. And in turn, he says, you, just, you have to drink my blood. You, you need to have an infusion of my blood inside of you. Because your heart is desperately wicked, but mine is pure. So let's just start pumping some good blood through your hearts. Let's clean it up. And it is only through the blood that we are saved. It is only through this sacrifice that we are reconciled back to God. What, a, what an incredible thing. We don't deserve what we're about to do right now. We don't deserve to sit at his table. But Jesus, God, became flesh became man so that you could be a king and a queen and have the opportunity to sit at his table and eat his food. Let's take the cup and receive his blood into your body tonight. It is good drink, folks. I feel good. Yeah. Communion is the most sacred thing that we can do as as believers. Communion with Jesus is as close as it gets to the divine here on earth. And he invites us into this. We do it we do it here on Christmas Eve service. We have surprise communion services in Granite Creek. You never know when you're going to get it. It could be this Sunday. We might do it again. I don't know. We don't want it to become a religious practice. But do you know that you can partake in this every day of your life? Every day of your life, you can say, God, forgive me of my sins. Every day of your life, you could say, Holy Spirit, just pour your peace upon me. I can't do it within my own will. I need you. Every day you can be in communion with Jesus. You could do this with your kids at your dining room table before you eat your meal. That's how the early church first did it. 
Isn't that, a, isn't that a something? So eat his flesh, it is good. Drink his blood, it is the best. Every single day of your lives. Amen? Amen. All right, we're going to take an offering right now. And uh, this, is a, this is a Christmas offering. Uh, if I could have the ushers and the, greet and the elders come back up to the front, we're going to pass the basket. And then after that, we are going to light our candles. And we're going to sing Christmas songs. So I've got to have the ushers come to the front, and we're going to pray for the offering. Father God, we thank you for the ultimate gift, the gift of your son. God, we thank you that you loved us so much. You loved this world so much that you gave your only son for this world. So we give back to you and just... I mean, it's purely symbolic, but we give back to you with a grateful heart. You've blessed us so much. You've blessed this church incredibly. We have the honor to proclaim your good news to the world. And I pray that they get it. I pray that it goes beyond just mere revelation. I pray that that your word gets treasured in people's hearts through this church that your word is pondered and the, and the mysteries of who you are and how beautiful you are and your grace is just pondered every day of our lives. So Father, just use this church to continue to advance your gospel, God. God, receive our gifts, God. Thank you so much for giving to us. To love one another, his law, his love, and his gospel is peace. And chains shall he break for the slave is our brother, is all oppression shall cease Sweet hymns of joy In grateful glorious rays We let all that within us Praise His holy
All right, now it's time for you to be the light of the world. What do you think? All right. If I could have the elders and ushers back up to the front one last time. Help your kids out with this. Aren't you glad we're doing this last? We learned from last year. Upon this 
Jesus to Thee be all glory I wish you could see yourselves. Kim, why don't you come up here and take a picture real quick. Come on. Come on up here. I know. You have to. Hold up your lights, folks. There we go. Now you can see yourself on Facebook. You have to, so. One more, folks. Let's do another one. Joy to the world. Joy to the world. Rocks, hills, and flames. 
the sounding joy. Repeat the sounding joy. God good. He is so good. And he, he, he's pleased with you. Do you know that? You know that God is good and he's happy with you. You didn't have to make Jesus the reason for the season tonight. You could have went to Chili's, but you came here. <laughs> and it says, you know what? I, I want more. I want... I. I need to go to church so I can, I can get more. And God is going to honor your desire. You treasure. Whatever, whatever divine spark that you've got, treasure that in your heart. That God is calling you into a deeper relationship. He's calling me into a deeper relationship. And he wants the same for all of his children. And you came tonight. To experience the Son of God. And you did. And he's, he's well pleased with you. God bless you guys. Have an incredible Christmas. Love on your family. Love on people you don't like. Know that, know that, know that, the, that Jesus, his church, what he did, it can change your life. And it can change this broken world. We love you guys. God bless. Have a Merry Christmas.